Welcome to Amalgam, a podcast focusing on creatives and entrepreneurs. You can enjoy the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and YouTube. If you would like to get in touch or support the show, please visit AmalgamPodcast.com. Check out the blog for each episode on the Apple News app and follow us on Instagram at Amalgam Podcast. Thank you for taking the time to check out our show and please enjoy this new episode. Welcome back, Trev. What's going on, Corbs? We are a few days removed from Christmas, or upon Christmas. Upon Christmas. The holiday the holiday special. Yeah. The, gi- the gift that keeps on giving. Episode 19, Making the Cut with Corb and Trev. We are back. Excited to be here. I think we're actually on the, like, the pace that we were originally on, you know? We were like a month apart. That was kind of like our... Yep. Yeah, a little goal year one, year two kind of fell off. Like COVID nineteen <laughs> just sort of f-ed up everything, including the routines. Including the routines. A lot of the time, you have more time for this stuff, but this year it was a little different, right? Yeah, you weren't really supposed to get around. Yeah, yeah, you were just you were abiding by the rules. We were yeah. abiding by the rules by not meeting in person while we still sit six feet apart. Right, and you know we could have you know tried to figure out the whole like live stream and we sit in front of a webcam and right like drone on that would yeah that would have been that would have taken a lot of effort on your part and very little on mine because <laughs> i'm not i'm not the i'm not the tech guy i i, I work for a, a technology company and <laughs> i still i still don't know some of the intricacies of of technology and how it all works i'm sort of like yeah talk to the support team <laughs> <laughs> so the support numbers on the back of this car. yeah it's a <laughs> But yeah, man, excited to be back. Uh, obviously, this is kind of like our holiday edition. Uh, wanted to get one in before the Christmas holiday and the New Year's holiday. Obviously, heading into 2021, we'll, we'll have a game plan for how we'll approach that. And got a lot of stuff to talk about. But before we get yeah. into it tonight, what's been new, man, since the last time I saw you? Anything crazy? On the Amalgam podcast, the regular podcast channel, we got to interview Steven Erickson. Which, yeah, I think you were telling me about this, dude, for sure. And I, you know, I've mentioned it here about the books I've been reading, and you know, it's it's cliche to say it, but they they changed a lot of the ways that I look at stuff now. Right. It's just the guy is an archaeologist and an anthropologist. He worked in the field, and all of that knowledge and history and science, he's been able to translate into just the most epic of fantasy world universe time like spanning history building it's just it's incredible once you really sounds wild it's super wild it's it's a tough like when you read reviews of it it's a tough shell to get through and then you get you know get to the core of it all yeah but i think if you just get get after it i think um anybody would love this series i think it would be good for is it uh tolkien-esque it's so yeah the high fantasy and He's set out to like the the author set out to kind of like hit all the like fantasy tropes, if you will. Okay. You know what I mean? But in his in his own way to kind of like also like break them down and then add his own kind of 
you know artistic twist to everything so sweet yeah there's like elf type folk there's there's orc type people right um magic all of that wizardry <clears throat> wizardry so it's warlock really, and wizardry war, warlock and wizardry <laughs> so it's, it's all about the w's <laughs> Yeah, this is a sports podcast, so yeah, I had to have some sort of like to bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. So yeah, I got to interview him. I hit him up on Facebook Messenger, and he was super open to it. I saw that that's awesome. Yeah, it was. He was super nice, and he was, um, you know, it was intimidating. I was pretty nervous, but I bet. Yeah, but it it went well, and I got I got some feedback from it from like the the subreddit for those books, and cool. They seemed to like it. Okay. Sweet man. Yeah. Other than that, we freaking, you know, just just work, man. Just hanging with the yeah. kids. Yeah. Hanging with the kids. Get uh, you get all your Christmas shopping done. For the most part, I think there's a couple of straggling items. Yeah. But, you know, just like me. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got you know one or two a couple, more a couple, things. a couple things. Dude, it's been an it's been crazy out there. I was at Fred Meyer today, man, and I was like, man, I hope I don't have to go back there before. Is it? It's it's wild out there, dude. Like. You're trying to like meander through, you know, and if you got a cart, good luck, dude. There's because everybody's got a cart. It's like playing bumper cars in there, man. Oh, God, gives me and, and then you got the people who are like, stay six feet away from me. Stay six feet away from me. And you're like, I, it, there's too many people here. This isn't going to, you know, yeah. this isn't going to work. Yeah. So, Order your groceries through ClickList. Oh, that's what my wife did this morning. She went and picked them up. It yes. was fantastic. Yeah. If you don't want to be around folks, then that's your solution. Yeah. For yeah. Fred Meyer. I don't yeah, know where yeah, you yeah. shop. Yeah, for sure. You can pretty much do that. Like, Oh, can you now? I think it, I think Walmart has it, right? So all the major. I think all the major, yeah, all the major. Or you could like um, use Postmates and then probably just go do your shopping for you. Yeah, it's crazy seeing some of that. Like I was buying a charger on the Apple store mm-hmm. and they were like, for five bucks, we'll bring this to you. Dang. Yeah, like, yeah. You're kind of like, well, I thought about it. <laughs> I might, it might cost me five bucks just to go down to the store with gas. So like, you're like, like, what's hmm, my value? Yeah, yeah. But then I ultimately was like, I'd rather have five dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to get sucked into that habit. Yeah, yeah. I can. There's a price. There's a price to pay for everything, and that's one where you're kind of like, uh, maybe in ten years, but yeah. Like, dude, when I'm 60, for sure. Yeah. I'm probably never going to leave my house. <laughs> well, let's sure hope not. Because <laughs> if, if, if that's the case, man, we won't, we probably wouldn't be, do- well, we'd probably still be doing this, but. No, you're right. You got to have some level of social life. By the way, it's the holiday episode and you've got a red beanie on and a green I, shirt. I did did you, you, yes. you did this on purpose? Yeah. Are you Santa's little helper I, or I'm what's your, going on I'm here? Your elf right now (laughs) all right i'm just elf on the shelf elf on the shelf (laughs) dude my stepmom she freaking did elf on the shelf but she set him up because they're fish you know they fish yeah and he's fishing in the toilet bowl he's sitting (laughs) like that's the most creative that's pretty that's pretty good that's pretty good that's pretty good what about you buddy what you got going on i have been pretty busy with work towards the end of the year. It always seems to kind of happen that way. This is kind of the high, like, call it sales slash decision time. So it's been kind of busy over the last, like, month and a half, really two months. 
and it'll probably stay that way into like January and February a little bit, but I'm taking some time off, uh, which is nice. Just kind of recharge the batteries. So I'll have some time off between now and first of the year. Oh, nice. So I kind of decided to save some vacation time and just wrap a couple weeks into each other with the way the holidays fell this year. And I didn't, we didn't go on our trip to Europe earlier. So I just didn't end up spending the vacation time that, you know, usually usually do. I wanted to make sure that I took some time to. Yeah, you just got just, to just zone. And a lot of the time, too, it's like I need time to like be able to go like grab stuff, you know, do the Christmas shopping. Like I can't just. Right. There's can't only just, so many hours like, yeah. a day. Dude. And, and I can do a lot of that online now. We all can. But then there's the stuff where you're like, well, I could just run down here real quick and try to find something. Run down here real quick, try to find something. So binge watched a couple series lately, which is good. Um, well, I don't know if it's good, but I've, been, <laughs> I've enjoyed it. Pretty cool uh, martial arts series called Warrior. It's it's pretty awesome. It's got Andrew Koji, Koji, I think his name is. He's the like star role, but it's it's about the Chinese Tong Wars in like eighteen hundred San Francisco. It's pretty rad, dude. Yeah, like dude. super super like the martial arts scenes are sick. I would say it's a high energy like fast paced version of Peaky Blinders. Gotcha. So if you can gotcha. kind of ima- like a, imagine that, like a martial arts version of that. Was Bisping in that? He was. Yeah, okay. he, he, he was in it uh, for one episode. Yeah. I, I saw his ass on Twitter talking about it. Yeah. It was actually pretty cool. Um, just, I was like, oh, it's Michael Bisping. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Mandalorian, been catching up on that. I'm, oh, not all the way, I'm not all the way caught up. Oh, bro. But I heard that the internet almost broke the other night when it uh, was better than Kim Kardashian's bear <laughs> cha cha. Bro. Broke it worse than that. Okay. Okay. I mean, don't quote. That's me. what people are saying. They're like losing their minds over this finals final uh, episode of the second season. I'm like, it's only two seasons in, and people are just losing their minds. This is great. Can't wait to watch it. So I'm like, uh, just past the episode called The Jedi. So I got probably like three more, I think, in this season. And then recently started watching Your Honor, which just dropped. It's Brian Cranston's new. Uh, dude, 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 somebody else just mentioned this show as well. This it, freaking... it, it's only, we're only two episodes in. I think we, episode three just dropped on Sunday night. So my wife and I have to catch up on that. But really good. So far. Dude, it was your ass that recommended that. It was on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> my well, bad, dude. I I wouldn't have remembered because I was way too drunk that day. But um, yeah. <laughs> you were harmless. You like a butterfly. Um. Yeah. I I, yeah, I probably did say that. Um. I probably talked about a lot of stuff that I'll end up talking about on this episode again. So I apologize <laughs> for the double up. But Dude. yeah, just hanging out, man. Obviously, winter like haven't been doing as much as like the fishing stuff. I, although I did have the opportunity to go and just didn't couldn't couldn't swing it. Couldn't make it work. Hoping I might be able to do that like next week, like one day or one or two days out of like in the middle of the week would be kind of nice. Um, so we're not down there when there's a ton of traffic because there's a lot of people. Andrew was telling me there was a lot of people down there when he was down there this last weekend. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. The winter steelhead run, man. It's real. Mm, I believe it. Yeah. I believe well, it. Well, uh, lots to cover tonight. Yeah. We have a ton uh, of content and hopefully we don't bore you guys with it tonight we'll cover 
a number of topics, anywhere from the NBA to college hoops, NFL, college football, bowl manias is upon us, which is kind of interesting considering all things. And then, of course, our beloved mama, MMA. I felt like it would be great to kick off something that is actually kicking off this week. And that's, that's, a good the, point. that's the NBA. First NBA regular season game is tomorrow. Draymond Green and James Wiseman won't be suiting up for the Warriors, from what Uh-oh. I understand. So that sucks, but <laughs> it's, it's still going to be fun to Brooklyn and GSW throw down, especially, cool. with, Dur- especially with Durant, you know, back, oh, yeah. in, back in the mix. It's, it's crazy, though, because I feel like there's so many new faces and new places mm-hmm. now, too, just it- since we last talked. Oh yeah, it's mixed up big time, and I think it's it's still we're still gonna see that mix up pretty big. I mean, there's yeah, people well, there's, like James Harden. Yeah, J- yeah, yes. we don't we don't even know what's gonna happen there yet, and that'll that'll be interesting to to see where that ends up. But like Westbrook to the Wizards, yeah, that's huge with with Wall and Wall and Boogie w- moving. Wall, to- yeah, and Boogie coming to the Rockets. I still don't think like. <laughs> I mean, unless Harden stayed in Houston all year, I don't think that they, like, I could see the Houston kind of falling off a little bit, maybe, like, maybe being, like, sixth or seventh, yeah. you know, in the, in the West, as opposed to, like, top four. Yeah, where they've been. Yeah. Just always in that mix. But again, it has to do with whatever happens to James. Yeah, so. and, and I want to ask, when players get this way, it's not just about the money anymore, is it? Because, I mean, how many times has this guy been paid? He's going to get paid no matter where he goes. Yeah. Is it beyond the money, or what's, what's his holdup, in your opinion? I, he, I don't know. I mean, he probably wants to go to a contender, but then, from what I understand, Houston has started expressing, like, hey, well, we, we're not waiting on that anymore. We're going to take the best offer we can get. So I think it could be a matter of like, are you just trading me to like some team where I'm not even going to get, be a, you know, I, I think at some point he understands he's a playoff caliber player and wants to play for a playoff caliber team. So it's probably a little bit in the details of that. That's, that's my, gotcha. yeah. So to your point, yeah, maybe it's not just all about money. Ah, it's tough to say. Yeah. Tough to say. It's random question. It was funny to see how much like Twitter kind of blew up about him being like overweight or whatever, you know, and like out, <laughs> out of shape. Oh yeah. I, I think that there was a couple of photos that were a little like Oh dude, you can't photo photo photoshopped, like you know. Man, like, we could do an episode where you could say, I want this photo to look like that. We could probably take an hour of no real like true professional Photoshop experience right. and get pretty freaking close. <laughs> so like you just can't trust anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, I just thought it was pretty funny. I was like, man, he's he's a professional athlete. I mean, like, and he has he he's only been not playing basketball for like what a month, maybe month and a half. Yeah, tops. Because yeah. the way the season ended yeah, this it year, just, like, just happened. Yeah, like just ended. Like they turned around and basically started playing games within three or four weeks of when the season right. was over, or at least it seemed like that. Yeah. Oh, Gordon Hayward to the Hornets. That was big news. That's crazy. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. Did you kind of see that coming? Yeah, I feel like he doesn't want to be the sixth man anymore, you know? Yeah. Even though he's so good at it. He's so good at it. Yeah. But 
at some point you probably want to you probably want more playing time and i can't fault him for that like no. that's and he'll be he, i think he'll be a good fit there i think he'll be a good fit we talked about wall to the rockets that was pretty huge yep i mean it, obviously it was part of the the harden deal or no not the harden deal but the um oh chris paul or no westbrook sorry westbrook deal yeah it's part of the westbrook deal sorry paul and westbrook were that was last year Right. Well, CP3 ended up in Phoenix, though. Yeah, but I'm talking two years ago, Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And Westbrook went from OKC and CP3 went to OKC, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 But, um, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder, that was a big ad from OKC to... That was free agency, I think, right? Or did they... They didn't trade for him. I, uh, I don't know. LA added some depth, didn't they? Um, Martez Harrell, is that how you say his name? Yeah, they're, the Lakers are of course to be reckoned with again i don't see them not going to the western conference finals and the nba uh finals as well just without question yeah i i mean barring something really really bad happen I know. knock on wood yeah. that it doesn't you know don't wish terrible. injury upon anybody oh wesley matthews so too sick. yeah they've got they've got some this can be a sick squad they've got some stunners man Think they'll keep coups? Yeah. Yeah. Think so? Yeah. The the media always tries to portray just so much dysfunction with that kid. I feel like that's like it's, it's sort of like a um not everything about the Lakers can be good. There has to be this like I feel like the media has to do something gotcha. slightly to like, oh, but what about this? And it's sort of like it's not even like I don't know. Yeah, it it obviously doesn't interrupt the the results they want. Right, right. <laughs> Ex- exactly. That's my point. Is is like you, you're, yeah, you're throwing something at the wall and hoping that it sticks. There you go. Like that's just. Go. I don't know. That's how you feel about it, but. Oh, Drew Holiday went to the Bucks. Yeah, so that's a that's a big ad for them. It'll be interesting to see who the um, how that works out with you know. The rest of you know, that's a big ad for the Bucks, especially like in the East, where you know, you know, Brooklyn's going to be good, mm-hmm. you know, the Celtics are still going to be good, you know, the Nets, or excuse me, um, the Sixers are probably going to be messing per- people's per- schedules up pretty good. You've got, um, what was I watching last night? I was watching the Jazz in preseasons or whatever, right? But, but I guess they're over there in the West, sorry. Never mind. Not yeah. The Eastern Conference. They'll be good again though. They'll I mean it's it that one's crazy to me because they they have a couple what I would call superstars, but not like a lineup of or a guy, you know, that I just don't it's amazing what they maybe I'm thinking of Denver too, but like they were both I think top five teams in the West last year, weren't they? Yeah. And so that's what that's who they were playing. They were playing the Clippers and the um commentator was talking about how they both blew those three game leads in the playoffs last year to Denver. Gotcha. Series back to back series. Denver comes back from three oh. I think that's what it what they were saying. Yeah. I could be incorrect, but I mean you know those that's three teams right there that'll they'll just beat the tar out of each other, yeah. you know. While the top top seed Lakers just kind of like do their thing, yeah. It's 
gonna be interesting. It's gonna be super as fun as it was this year with the playoffs, dude. Or last year with the playoffs, man. Because the season started so quickly, I feel like it's like didn't even really take a break. Right. Yeah, and the, I think the Warriors are gonna be back in the mix. They ha- that, yep. With the, with the talent that they have on that team, they have to be. Uh, they added Kelly Oubre Jr., which I mean, that guy is gonna. I can't say he's going to completely fill the role of Clay Thompson, but he's going to do a pretty darn good job. And then you get a full season of Wiggins. Don't know really what like he's capable of doing. The other night he dropped like twenty. So I think I think they still have like a formula in place to win enough games that they could potentially be a top fourteen. Which that gets you into the playoffs, and then they become a dangerous like four or five seed once you get them into the playoffs that's just my opinion though they got james wiseman uh with what was that the number number two pick in the draft right or was it number one number one number two number two right Mm. i think it was number two um so they added some some length at the center position he's super athletic as well i think um and according to what Kerr has been saying about like having him and Draymond on the floor at the same time, just bonkers. Mm-hmm. So, so you're right. Like on paper, these guys get all they need. They're, they're, yeah, they have they have a formula to win. They have a formula to win games. That's I mean, cool. And From- you know, Kerr Kerr's always been smart. He'll figure it out. You know, barring any injuries. And again, I'll knock on wood when I say. If they stay healthy, I think they're a top four team in the West. That's cool. I like it. I, I'm so, with you, man. You've convinced me for sure. So that's dope. With that being said, though, do you, do you feel like in the East, like with a, K, a healthy KD and Kyrie combination, do you think like they become the favorites to win it automatically? The East, at least, or that's a tough question. I bet you. I bet you with the with the right narrative early on in the season they could be, you know. Mm-hmm. Because with KD, I think he's got the maturity. He's got so much accomplished. You know when guys they get they hit that championship elite level and they remain a championship and then mm-hmm. something changes and and then they they you know for better lack of a better term they level that up. Mm-hmm. And now they're operating just a different perspective completely because they're not you know maybe or maybe not like the, the hunger isn't the same let's mm-hmm. just say maybe they want to accomplish something different so i think watching that detail session with kd and just listening to the way he thinks the way he operates the way he's willing to be honest about things i mean it's Kyrie to me it's Kyrie's last chance for anybody to even you know yeah you know i get it he's which kind of led me to my neck. One of the questions I had written down here is like, you feel like they're going to mesh well? I think they will. Yeah. I think they will. For what reason, I don't know. But I think KD's maturity is going to be one of the biggest things. And I think Kyrie, you know, I, he seems to be kind of like, in his own way, kind of operating that, a little bit opposite, like a little bit of like the anti, mm-hmm. you know, celebrity a little bit he's kind of like in weird ways he's kind of like dennis robin you know Kyrie, yeah 
But just like, you know, he's doing Sage and shit before games and stuff. Like, he's out there. Yeah. You know, that might be a bad you know, comparison just because Last Dance came out this year. You got Rodman on the brain, but he's just that goofy, that goofy out there teammate now. Yeah. Or at least that's what the media is writing it all up. Right. That's what we see. I don't know. It could just freaking, <laughs> it could be a bad mix. I kind of wonder, I mean, because there was, there, I think there was rumors at one point too, like, could they figure out a way to get Harden in the mix with the, those two? Oh, God. And then that begs the question, like, does that team automatically, like, challenge, well, they would automatically challenge the rest of the East, but would they give LA a run for their money? Okay, so that, I would say definitely not this year. Okay. Because with some, like, with, KD and Kyrie, and who else? Let's look up Brooklyn as well. But, you know, that's an, that's an incredible one, too. But Braun and AD have been working together now on a, with, a, with a perfect supporting cast. Oh, yeah, DeAndre Jordan's there. Okay, so there you go. So, like, DeAndre Jordan, KD, and Kyrie is going to be playing. You know, like, who would be upset about that team? No one. But when you add Harden in, does that, like, does Harden's style of running the ball, like, can you even fit all of that on? Well, know? yeah, I mean. Unless, can you run two, two separate, you know, yeah. offenses, I guess? With, yeah, with five it's, five? It's, the, it's the question about, like, you know, having Westbrook and, and Harden. Like, yeah. Is it, you know. Right. Russ has always needed to have and be able to the rest you know it had it needed to be his his show and too many role players like, like or too many other like I mean you know we saw in OKC right yep Russ Harden and KD couldn't get the job done see yeah and they were still young yeah they were still young so it's you know a little different now but yeah, I just kind of wonder, like, well, maybe you throw, maybe, if he, and I don't think that they can figure out how to, I mean, with what they have in Brooklyn already, I don't know how to pull off a trade like that. No, it doesn't seem. You just have, you'd have to give up too much, and then you're, you're basically banking on, like, a big three. Yeah. To, which, no we know that that has worked before. Not all the time, but it has worked before. So. If you could envision James Harden going somewhere else besides Brooklyn, like where where would you think he could go right now and win, and maybe even like be in a situation where he's on a team that could challenge that could challenge the Lakers, like Miami? Dude, I was just gonna. Uh, that's what I was thinking when you said that. And that, my question is like, are they in a position? That is even possible, right? With the franchise, but like, dude, that could be pretty crazy because you've got scrappy players like mm-hmm. Butler and Bam, mm-hmm. you know, supporting a primary shooter or spelling the primary shooter. You know, like, dude, that could be crazy. I don't even know how what that looks like, but that right. could be pretty freaking cool, right? What if you got them <laughs> like the Pelicans? Oh, <laughs> dude, 
throw some veteran energy on that squad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they'd have to give up some of the young pieces that they've acquired, but well, like they didn't they long- didn't sign Baldwin extension yet. Oh, that's true. So I mean, they've they've got like that sorry to interrupt you, but this random headline I saw like he was one of the main players so far who haven't been signed again. Interesting. Make the jump over to the east. Get out are they the in the Are they in the East? Oh, that's a good question. They're in the You're, you're they're, right. They're, no, the, they're west. the West. Yeah, I like that. While you're thinking, let me find that article about who's still on extensions because maybe that gives us an idea of what teams are, you know, right in play space. First round picks. Kuz got his extension. I did see that the Lakers locked up Marco Fultz. Six other teams with significant space would be the Charlotte Hornets, Bulls, Cavs, Mavs, Heat, and the Raptors. What about the Raptors? Dude. Dude, can you imagine him with Luka? Oh, my God. That would be incredible. Stays stays in Texas. Stays in Texas. Yeah. Like, that's the move. It could be. That or the Heat. I like those two moves for him. Yeah. Those are the ones that make the most sense where he can win, go to go to a conference finals, potentially. Yeah, I mean, Luka was hurt for part of this year, too. So we didn't, you know, they, yeah. Dallas kind of fell off the face of the earth for a little bit there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think a Luka and Harden combo could be interesting. But I do, I do think that the Miami one might be a little more. If they've got space and they already signed Bam, mm-hmm. they're making a move. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Hell yeah, we might, we might be commenting on that uh, on our next episode after the first yep. of the year. Hopefully, that's the case. I can't imagine that they're gonna and everything back keep up. them through like halfway through the season. But maybe, who knows? Yeah, you never know. Crazier stuff has happened. I'm curious, with this season, do you think that we know that teams are getting back to playing at their home facilities, right? Yep. Whereas towards the end of the, you know, with the pandemic, like they basically launched the bubble. That's where, you know, the playoff structure happened. Do you feel like at any point in time, they will, the NBA will have to be, because of the pandemic, will be like forced to go back to like a bubble situation, maybe like an East bubble and a West bubble. Ooh, that's kind of a good idea. Or, or do you think with, you know, the vaccine coming out recently, like that, that will, everything will start to trend in the direction of like fans back in the stands mid season. I think that, man. Yeah. I think so. Too Um, Too much money on the line. Too much money on the line. And unless like something major worldwide happens to where, yeah, you know, it's just we're not we're talking about a completely different outlook on the world. Um, right. I think they got to move that way. I think everybody's trying to get back that way. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just curious with all the traveling that's involved. Yeah. You know, like even even on a private team jet, right? You're still traveling in, you're interacting with tons of people. Like you're having to go from city to city where there's hot spots and then there's not. I got to believe that one, there's going to be games that are canceled because of guys that test positive or whatever, 
or I don't know, maybe they're rushing all these professional athletes to the front of the line of the vaccine because there's so much money involved. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 yeah, like could I, just be that. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's it'll be interesting to see how that all shapes itself out. But I was yeah. curious what you thought on that. So. Tell me about tell me about some college hoops, Trev. What's... Oh man, our hometown Gonzaga uh, basketball team is uh, off to a stellar start. It's crazy because usually I like to talk about topics in a way that's not so like Homer, you know, but I felt like it was probably necessary to have a lot of the college hoop segment be surrounded around Gonzaga basketball because they look like the truth. (laughs) It is, it is not even a question, man. It's not one of those years where they're just whooping up on a on a weak conference or anything like that. Well, yeah, real deal. yeah. I mean, they, they've. It, it's a shame that they. Well, they just they just beat Iowa, and Iowa fouled out. Like Iowa fouled out two of Gonzaga's top scorers. Oh, okay. And so and and they still and they still beat them by like eleven or something like that, which you know that might come down to foul shots if, if we're being. For being honest with ourselves, some people might say eleven's oh, not anything in college basketball, but it's still double digits. So they're the real deal, man. I mean, they've they've played, they haven't played bad teams. They beat number three Kansas, right? Mm-hmm. They beat Auburn, which you know that's that's an SEC team that okay, not super great, but have been good in the past. Number, uh, th- I believe it was no- actually number. Well, maybe they were number four at the time. Um, and maybe Iowa moved up in the rankings because I, I thought I saw it today that Iowa was three, but they were number four at the time. Beat number seven West Virginia. <laughs> like they, everybody, they've three. You know their wins have come against top top seven teams in the country. Yeah, that's like that's undeniable at that point. And they're gonna go into their part of their season where they're just gonna roll teams. Like, and that's part of you know the fact that they're playing in the WCC. Mm-hmm. But I believe there's a game that's scheduled, I want to say, I thought there was one maybe, oh yeah, Virginia, the day after, yeah, day after Christmas. Tony Bennett and the Virginia Cavaliers. Oh my goodness. The guy that broke our heart. Yeah. But he broke our heart in Pullman. Uh, yeah. No, not, not necessarily here, so. <laughs> that's a story for But yeah, they're, they'll have played some top programs come like the day after Christmas and you know assuming they don't uh choke against Virginia they're like that I at that point they're going into the heart of their season where they're going to play conference games against teams that are not nearly as talented as they are or as deep uh so I just I see them being a top one two or three team in the nation Throughout the entire year, like I would, it's, it's not gonna, you know. And they were, they were last year. They were top. I don't think that they were ever outside of the top five or ten. Maybe like maybe preseason they were, but I, I don't know. I don't even know if it was. Yeah, preseason. I think they were top five too. I have to go back, but yeah, they look legit. That's sick, it's, dude. And 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 they're getting more firepower. Get this, <laughs> they, they, uh. A kid um, by the name of, I think his name is Ben Gregg. He just graduated from high school early so he could enroll early and be on the active roster this season as opposed to next. 
So they're adding, you know, they're and he's a top. He, I think he's ranked. Who's ranked fifty fifth in ESPN's top one hundred high school prospects. Yeah. So they're, yeah, I mean, they're just stacked. They're loaded. Stacked. They're loaded. Well, dude. and it sounds like if they got some cake scheduled, they can freaking get some of those guys some some reps. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Some you of the know, younger guys for sure. By twenty thirty points with he, the starters. Here, here's the thing that's unique about them. I bet they're first 10 obviously there's their starting five but like their first 10 could probably start anywhere gotcha that's crazy that's wait insane. yeah i mean it is and and to to recruit what mark view has done and getting that kind of talent to spokane washington is so like it's unrivaled and the staff that he has that's gotten those recruits to spokane I mean, think about it. Like, oh, dude, it's a, it's a small private Catholic school. Yep. And and you're in Spokane with, you know, not much to do. Well, and shoot, man, you walk off campus and you're not exactly in the like nicest part of Spokane either. No, you know? you're so, in the trenches. Yeah, and it is <laughs> scary. Yeah. Um. So what they've done is is very commendable and. It'll be uh, it'll be it'll be interesting and fun to to watch this season because it's looking like it could shape up to be real magical. That's dope. Yeah, let's hope. Let's you know, knock on wood. Knock on wood. We yeah. get the tournament this year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even mention this. Their game against Baylor got canceled, and that was supposed to be one and two. Ah, oh, that's a, so. At that point, they would have played. That's right. Me and Joe were gonna watch that, dude. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, lame. I didn't even mention that part of it. Oh, that was so lame. I wish it would get rescheduled, but I don't think it's gonna. Unless I haven't, I mean, you might be able to look that up. I can't remember. Last I had heard, they weren't planning on it. Like, why? Who cares if they play BYU, man? Just like, let's just switch that one out. (laughs) That's a conference game, man. They have to play them twice. I know, but like, take the worst team in their conference and be like, we're sorry, guys. We need some ratings. This is a totally side tangent. Um, and it, as it relates to college football instead of college basketball, but I thought it was funny that BYU is like any any team anywhere, and Coastal Carolina was like, "Yeah, why don't you come out here? We're the fighting Chanticleers," <laughs> and they they fucking beat them. It was so it was so. I mean, it was two ranked teams in, in top twenty five football, but I just thought it was cool that Coastal Carolina was like, "Hey, called their why don't why don't you come out here? We'll play you guys here." And because um, I'm pretty sure BYU turned down like UW or someone like that. Oh, I think my dad mentioned that. Yeah, they're like, no, you guys can come to us. That's right. And then the coastal, Car- yeah, coastal, <laughs> coastal Carolina, uh, I called them out, and I believe they went to. I could be wrong there. I, I want to say it was in Carolina. I'm pretty sure. That's funny. That's but funny. yeah, BYU side tangent. But the Zags will have to play him twice because it's conference play. Yeah, I know. I'm just being ridiculous. From one college sport to another, man, Bowl Mania is upon us, which is kind of crazy to think about amidst everything. There's a lot of bowls that have been canceled, like a ton. Really? Yeah. Which is disappointing. Not that WSU was going to go to a bowl game this year anyways, but. Would have been nice to see. Yeah, the college football playoff is set. We've got um, 
Notre Dame and Alabama matching up in the one and four seed, or one number one, number four. And then um, Clemson will play Ohio State in the two three. Got a question about does Ohio State deserve this? Yeah, I'm kind of curious. What do you think? Like pull, every other team, game. every other team that's in this college football playoff is a ten win team. A couple of them have one loss. Notre Dame's loss came against Clemson, who they also, who Notre Dame also beat earlier in the season in that two or that double overtime, like thriller of a finish. So naturally, I don't think Notre Dame could be left out. I just, I look at some of the other teams in the top 10, you know, top 12. Some of those teams have nine wins that haven't been beaten. So a six win Ohio State team, I, I just, I struggle. And, and looking, at their, looking at their strength of schedule too, like the teams that they beat, okay, they, they beat a couple ranked teams, but I believe both of them were, if I'm not mistaken, they beat a, a ranked Wisconsin team, maybe. You're, you had um, Indiana. Oh, Penn, Penn State was ranked when they at, when, that, when, time. at that time. Yeah, gotcha. Penn State was ranked at that time. They're no longer so that they didn't even at, th- at that point they haven't. I guess you have to take it for what it is. They beat them when they were a ranked team, but then yeah, Indiana, Indiana, that. they they I watched that game. They barely pulled it off. They beat them by a touchdown, like at the very, the very end. And then, okay, so they did beat Northwestern in the big, I think they called that the Big Ten Championship game, which was a joke to me that it's, you know. Right. After six, after six games played, you're the Big Ten champion. That's just ridiculous. And they beat them 22 to 10, which was like clearly not a blowout, you know? Yeah. And I think they have some serious talent on that team. I'm just not convinced. Like, I think Clemson might roll them. Gotcha. Like, and, then gotcha. It, and then it'll just be... In question, like, did they really belong in that game? Would would exactly. a would a Texas A and M team have given a better showing, or an Oklahoma team, or even a Cincinnati team? And people are gonna say, Trevor, you're an idiot. Cincinnati doesn't play a tough strength. Their strength of schedule was just, you know, it was it was garbage. Well, they're still undefeated, and I believe they I believe they beat two ranked teams themselves. So. If we're if we're looking at you know true strength of schedule, yeah, sure the Big Ten is better, but all those teams that Ohio State beat, they they weren't ranked. Like, or they might have ended yeah. up not being. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. I just I'm with you, and, and it's I a weird year. It's a weird year, man. It, we can't really do anything about that. I would have rather seen like the committee though almost take the approach like. You don't play eight games, we can't even consider you. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. And you can't control everything, too. I know there was some stuff that happened with like the program, and due to COVID-19, I think there was three games canceled, maybe. Two or three games canceled. Right. But still, I, I just feel like you're, you know, there's maybe a couple other options that would hang in there with Clemson a little bit. I, I truly... And I could be wrong. I could be totally proven wrong. But I feel that a 6-0 and Ohio State team does not belong in the college football playoff. Put me on trial. Put me on trial. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. 
looking. I was just looking through all rec while you were talking. Like, yeah, I mean, it's nothing to get right home about. Yeah. Oh, you got a question here about a a rubber match. Oh yeah. Well, how, I mean, I don't know that this will happen because Alabama is just so good. But if Notre Dame were to knock off Alabama and Clemson beats Ohio State like I think they will, I just that would be such a cool, cool finish for the college football season amidst everything that's gone on in the world this year with the pandemic. You're basically playing a rubber match for the national championship. I just think that would be rad. Yeah, uh, it would. And it one would. one team, one team, you know, won one of them. The next team, the ne- the next time they played, Clemson kind of took care of business. But there's also something to be said for that. You get enough film on two games, you know, against your op- against your opponent opponent, and you can make adjustments. And Notre Dame, Notre Dame's no slouch, like. They, they clearly beat them earlier in the season. So I, I think that that could be a really, really cool way to wrap up the college football season. That is exciting. That's a freaking great, great idea, dude. I, I mean, it's, a, it's just an idea. It's probably not going to happen, but you never know. You never know. I'll be, I'll be thrilled if that is the case, though. I just I believe the, the ratings for that game would be through the roof. Oh, dude, the media would be like, oh, we can write so many narratives about oh, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry for the graphic no, display. No, it's, it's good. It's good. It's all good. Yeah, that's exciting, man. That's cool. I'm so trash at college football, so we're just going to let you make picks this year. All right? Well, let's just, I'm just calling Notre Dame Clemson, man. Cool. Cool. Boomers. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> all right. Keeping, uh, keeping in line with the football theme, I think it'd be good to transition to some NFL talk. Freaking, I'm buzzing a little bit. Play- I'm starting to get into the holiday weekend, man. It, this is Monday, <laughs> but it's really like a Wednesday. And it's like, dude, I'm pretty stoked. Because uh, I'm like you, I'm going to take some time off around the New Year's week, and I'm like, I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, you're um, heading over to... Behan? Yeah, I'm going to go to Beham for a little bit in the beginning of the week, and then I'm going to come back and just chill. All right, what do we got? What do we got? We got the division, schedule for the rest of the season, and playoff picture. Well, yeah, our pull beloved, up that playoff picture, man. Our beloved hockey's. Hockey's starting up here at the, after the first of the year, I believe. Is it? Yeah. It's, or oh, maybe that's it, cool. May, yeah, I believe it's Jan 1, maybe? Right now. Well, Seattle clinched, so that's huge. Yeah, that's great. And the Rams blew it against the Jets, which is... The Jets blew it. I mean, guys, I know you got to go out there and win a ball game, but do you want Trevor Lawrence or not? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a and there's a good lot of, point. There's a lot, there's a lot of skeptics right now. They're talking about how he might figure out a way to, like, if they're the number... Well, they're likely going to be the the number one pick, but um, he's spent uh, a lot of time with like the Mannings in uh, their quarterback camps and stuff. And um, I don't know if you remember, but 
when Eli got drafted, he got drafted by the Chargers and immediately yes. traded to the Giants because he didn't want to play. Fair. They were pretty But there's this idea that he might try to figure out how to excuse his own destiny and basically be like, look, I'm going to immediately request a trade if you draft me. Gotcha. And then it's sort of like a, are you really going to, or is it like going to be a, is it going to be a mind game thing? Like, do we, you know, it's, (laughs) it's tough to be a guy that's had so much success, especially at a young age, win national championships, right? And then go play for the worst organization, you know. And just get the shite kicked out of you. Right. And they have Sam Darnold, too, so then they have to figure out, okay, what do we do with Sam? Yeah. And what's what's Sam worth in terms of, like, a pick? There's another, you know. The Jags are pretty bad, too. The Jags could potentially end up being the number one pick, or maybe the Jags decide to trade up. Here's what's interesting about that. They have some, like, receiver and their running back. Was it, wasn't James Robinson the running back this year? Ah, shit. Let me look it up. I think he had a pretty good year. I don't know. But I could see that being... That's That might be the piece that the Jags are missing. No offense to my boy Gardner Minshew. Yeah, no, none at all. Um, I actually think he's healthy again, so we'll see how the season yeah, finishes. Back and it finishes for them. But there's this there's this idea that Trevor Lawrence could totally end up trying to choose his own destiny and not play for the Jets. So where would he go? Where would he go? Well, just figure out where he would be traded. Like it's hey, you got if you guys are gonna draft me here, trade me to you know. His agent handles all that. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll figure out where, you know, he belongs. But yeah, it's uh it's a topic of discussion late. <laughs> and we still have six months until the draft. So Yeah. It's quite some time. A lot could change. A lot could change. Cool. Cool. But yeah, the playoff picture, man. Seahawks clinched. Currently they sit in the they uh they'd be the three seed yep. and are looking like they'd match up against Tampa Bay, which I'm not thrilled about in the first round, but you know, playoffs are playoffs. The the good news is is Tampa Bay would be traveling to Seattle in that situation. So I hope we just take care of business, man. I don't know if we can Which if, anybody, if we can move up the ladder at all. Well, now that you're talking about them playing in Seattle, bring Tommy's punk ass over to the Pacific Northwest <laughs> in December. Yes, please. It's, it's not easy. That's for sure. No, I it wouldn't it's be pissing rain the entire time. <laughs> Chris Carson just has a heyday. Carlos Hyde has played really well for us too. Dude, man. that bastard took touchdown. You know, fantasy football. <laughs> I took two years off of fantasy football. And I wasn't going to bring this up, but fantasy football, man. <laughs> it hasn't been an easy year, man. I'm just kidding. I will it's, say that. It's been It's fun. been frustrating. I, you know, the final week of the regular season in fantasy football, I beat one of the guys in our league, and then the following week we're matched up, and, like, 
I just didn't have as it good of a week. Up, but right? I like smashed him the week before. It was not even close. And you know, that's just how fantasy football works out. It though, just man. it is. You're almost afraid when you get good games because you're like, no, I needed that. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Like I didn't need that right now. Yeah. And you get the points when you don't need the points, and yeah, it's, it's just uh, a crapshoot. But the playoff picture looks uh, interesting. We got the Chiefs currently in the one seed, followed by Buffalo in the two, Pittsburgh in the three. But Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh lost tonight to the yeah. to the down and out Bengals, man, with a backup quarterback. Trash. Three L's in a row. L. So they're definitely not surging right now. They are fading. Yeah. We are fading the Steelers. Yes. We are fading the Steelers. You guys heard it here, folks. They might be one of the first teams out of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Just like in fantasy football, you ignore that regular season record. Yeah. It's all about how you play at the end. Lost to Washington. Lost to Buffalo. Buffalo's a good team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lost to Cincinnati, though. I mean, the Steelers played like tonight it was bad and now they got to go play a tough Colts team one of the best defenses in the league if not the best yeah and finish with Cleveland in Cleveland they could finish like they could lose the last five games of the season dude that'd be crazy and end up what that would that would make them 11 and 6 when if they lose the last five Tennessee and Cleveland are winning then Steelers drop from third to fifth it Easily. probably wouldn't change. It wouldn't change the outcome of like oh, okay. them being in the playoffs, unless of course. No, I'm just saying they're seeding though. Like, oh right? yeah, they're yeah. gonna drop. Yeah, they might not get the home game. Well, they'll. Flip. They wouldn't get the home game. Yeah, dude. I mean, they're scheduled to play. Or it looks like the playoff trackers saying they're gonna play the Colts. With Honestly, the they should be afraid of any of those teams that are four through six right now. Oh, Tennessee. Cleveland and Indianapolis Indiana, can all in can I, I think any one of those teams can beat the, the Steelers. Yeah, I I think you're 100 percent right. Man. Sorry for all you Steelers fans out there, but I'm not they sorry are, for they, a single one. Of- <laughs> they are not playing well right now. It is it is uh, it's a bad time to see things uh, go downhill. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it's unfortunate for the season to have so much excitement in the beginning to like. <laughs> To the end, yeah. Yeah. But I do hope they go on. Then you got the, the Redskins who are a four seed right now at six and eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Six and eight. It's They're gonna just try and go win that division. And Wouldn't then, it be crazy if they were six and ten and won the division? Dude. I don't think it's possible though, because of like where where where's Dallas at? There? Dallas is five and nine, yeah. Uh, the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> So one of them will be six and ten, possibly. I don't. I know. I, I mean, you'd have to look at who they finish. I guarantee they finish with probably two division games. Oh yeah, at least one division game. I know that for sure. Philly. Oh, maybe not. Oh, what? Well, yeah, Philly. Who knows? Maybe that. You know, Philly's too far down. That's think, a tough right? schedule, man. They played us and Carolina, which isn't Carolina is not like a world beater, but there's a good team. You know, they'll give you trouble. Yeah, they kind of show up. They they go missing sometimes, yeah. and then they show up. It's just it, yeah. When I think Bridgewater got hurt. Oh, by the way, if there is one team, this is a complete. This goes back to the Trevor Lawrence stuff. So I I'm terrible at the did. red vines. Yeah, you got to you got to open up the red vines. 
Oh, look at this. Adam Silver's talking about possibility of NBA expansion, and he is they're panning to the beautiful Pacific Northwest in Seattle, Washington. Yep. I re- I re- and look who's talking about it. Kenny Maine. Imagine that. I had this thought process, or this thought popped up in my head. What Carolina should try to do is try to trade the Jets. Trade the Jets for the number one pick. Because Carolina right now is sitting, I believe, if the season finished tomorrow, they'd have like the number six draft pick. So they could trade spots with the Jets, give the Jets like a couple of first rounders. Maybe it would take three for Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. They might be able to get away with two and a half, like maybe two first round picks in a, in a second or something like that. But they'd move up, grab Trevor Lawrence. Where do we know Clemson is? South Carolina. There you go. I'm, I'm Carolina is in, I, I believe the Panthers are actually in Raleigh, so that's North Carolina. But he stays close to where he's played his college ball, right? And there's, you team up with Trevor Lawrence with a healthy Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. And then there's some weapons that they have from a receiving standpoint. If, if I'm Carolina, that's the move you got to make. Because, you know, yeah, I'm, I know you signed Teddy, but I don't think that's a long-term answer. Yeah, and that's why I said, you know, I didn't know their record was 4-10 and 10 before mm-hmm. I said that, you know, they're yeah. not bad. Well, it looks like they're bad. But <laughs> Teddy... Daddy's been playing well when he's healthy, and like in the players that I have that are Carolina players, they're playing well. Yeah. So, you you know, it's like the they've got the like the the makings. Yeah. You know, they have weapons in the making. Curtis Samuel's always been like a boomer bust guy. Like, yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, they. I mean, I feel like that would be a good. That could be a good spot for him to go, outside of Jacksonville. Yeah. But. All this college football, NFL talk, and we totally went sideways from our original discussion about the playoff picture. But it should be interesting. I mean, it will be. It's going to shake up big time. Who do you like? Who would you say if you if you had to pick an NFC and an AFC champ early, not knowing that we even have seeded the teams officially? Mm -hmm. Who's your NFC champ? Who's your AFC champ? And who's your Super Bowl champ? All right. I'm going to go with, for the AFC, I think ah, it's really hard to pick against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But I think I think the Bills can get it done. Yeah. If not, my dark horse is Tennessee for some reason. Yeah. I, I really want to pick Cleveland, but I'm going Bills or Tennessee. AFC. I, I feel like I, I'm with you on the Tennessee thing. They're just they're they're just an interesting team. I mean, Tannehill's thrown for 30 touchdowns this year. Like that's pretty incredible, dude. Pretty incredible. And you have the best running back we've seen in forever. He's pretty. pretty I mean, you have pretty, you have one of the most unique running backs we've seen in forever. Right. right. Yeah. If if they can get out of the uh, wild card weekend. Because I think they're hungry to get back and play the Chiefs after they were up by what twenty one points yeah. last year and Dude. blew that lead. That was nasty. But it's t- it's t- it's tough not to pick against the ch- to, to right. pick against the Chiefs. They're yeah, just how the hell are you gonna they're yeah you know, defending Super Bowl champions thirteen and one. So 
it, they did lose Clyde Edwards Hilaire over the weekend. Yeah. So he, it sounds like he's done for the regular season. They hope to have him back by play sometime in the playoffs, but who knows? Who knows? But are it's you a double really... injury though, so it's like a it's a hip and an ankle. Oh God. So Yeah, lucky they have Le'Veon Bell in the wings. <laughs> it must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> All right, NFC. Oh shite. Dude, the NFC is just crazy. I, for some reason, I feel like Arizona might put it all together in the right ways. Whoa. And I know that's, that's bonkers, but if they're healthy, if Kyler plays, if he stays healthy, I just, I'm scared of them, dude. I'm always scared of the Cardinals, or if I have to match up against them in fantasy, like I'm terrified of them. DeAndre Hopkins, freaking Kyler Murray. Okay, so that's like my Tennessee pick. That's like a dark horse pick, but you're talking like to make it all the way. I think I think I'd edge with Green Bay over New Orleans. Yeah. Just because there's some weird weird like indecisiveness at quarterback at New Orleans. Like how the hell are you gonna be the number two seed getting ready to go into the playoffs and not be fully committed? What's the timeline look like for him to come back? Breeze? Yeah. I thought he was back already. I thought he was, was back. Was he back this weekend? I thought he was. Like, and maybe they split it up, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he played. Yeah, that is something warming up. 234 and three touchdowns. Not a bad return. Close game. Yeah, against the top top squad. Yeah, I mean, that could be a, re- that could be a Super Bowl, like, repeat. Like they could meet in the Super Bowl and it yeah, the way Green Bay's been playing though, they've put it together pretty well this year. And just kind of like you've seen it coming, you know. Mm-hmm. Every year it was supposed to be like this. Yeah. And now it's here. It feels like. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm interested to see I I could see the Rams like missing now. Like if they right, if they if they lose they lose the next two games, which who do they? I know they have Seattle. We have they have Seattle this weekend, right? I think you're right. Yeah, because we finished with the Niners, and then they play Arizona. They could lose both those. Games. They lose both those games, dude. They might be the outside looking in. Is there another? Is there another nine and five team that's out on the outside looking in? Hmm. Mm, probably not. Chicago would have to win probably both of theirs. And then it would, and I don't even know if. Who they got? Oh, Jacksonville and finishing Green Bay. And Green Bay will probably sit. Yeah. Rodgers yeah. that week, assuming they have the one, one seed locked up. They yeah. might not, though, depending on where if Seattle and, lock, and, yeah. and New Orleans sits, too. So that, yeah, that makes it interesting. So there's, it's a, almost there's like, a chance that the Rams don't make it. Yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance. I, I don't know. You'd have to go like see the common opponent thing. and Yeah, yeah. You know, it did might the, be did a the, loss. Did the, yeah, did the Rams play the Bears earlier this year? We can, we can look at that right now. Yeah, yeah and they, the, yeah, they lost the so Rams. The so tiebreakers. so the, the tiebreakers there. So the Rams are probably in, even if they do lose the next two games. But... Then they potentially are what the 
still the five seed and or still the they could be the six seed or the seven flip with Arizona right yeah and they could flip probably with Arizona then play the Saints and get bounced <laughs> I just want a home game that's all I want I want to play at home even without a raucous crowd in Seattle. Yeah. I, I still think it's tough to play in the Northwest in December. Yeah. So. Oh, 100%. That's I'm excited to see how it all pans out, though, man. I mean, the especially, like, Seattle's defense has come together the last... Yep, getting healthy. Yeah, they've gotten healthy. They've played better. And Jamal Adams breaking records. Yep. Breaking records. Dunlap came Russ up huge. Not to talk about. We're not talking about defense. Or I was. Go ahead. Russ um, or Carlos Dunlap came up huge for. It. He's been a great acquisition. Yeah, that was a. That was, I. I am so happy that Schneider and Carroll were like, let's go get Carlos Dunlap. On the surface, it doesn't. When you hear that name, you're like, okay, yeah, he's 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 a good defensive tackle, defensive end. He's been in the league long enough. He's had eight, nine, ten, eleven sack years. Um, I don't think he's ever been in a situation where he's like led the league in sacks, but he's always been a force. And he's it's it's almost like he's like revived his career in Seattle a little bit. It's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it it is cool. And, and the energy that they all feed off of too, like from Jamal Adams, is. So it's so fun to watch. Yeah, it, it is. It is exciting when, because I mean, you still look at that line and you're like, we're not the greatest, and we're not the greatest defensive line, but somehow we're gotten stuff done, dude. So. Yeah, but I think, I think Puna ended up as top twenty, and I think Benson, because I have him, Mayawa or Mayowoa. Yeah, Mayowa. He's yeah, he's up there too, top twenty. What do you mean, like in fantasy numbers? Yeah, in that league that I'm in, you know. So like, that's pretty exciting. As I think, because I think Mayoa is pretty young. He's been in the league for a while. Oh, he has. He used to actually. He played for Seattle before he left. Back, I believe he played for the Raiders for a bit. Gotcha, gotcha. Want to move to Mamar? Or you want to? You want to try and do MVP calls? I mean, I don't think it's rust. No. So if you not, do you want to rest. go down the road of of talking about who else it might be? As I choke on this freaking licorice. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's either Pat or Aaron. I think it's that, it's pretty much that simple. Like, yeah, to me, it's least. just one of those years. So. All right, Mama, moving we... right along, man. Man, what a fucking December, dude. Holy shit. I don't I can't remember a December in MMA that has been this badass. Dude, it, you're 100% right, I mean, man. They're they crushed the end of the year cards. We were talking a couple months ago about oh that's fight of the year. That's fight of the year. That's, you know. And there was arguably three fights this month that could get fight of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. Yeah, that flyweight fight we watched on the, the whatever last week. It's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard not to agree with you there. That was just 
And maybe in, because it's so fresh, but yeah. Wolf Vittori and Hermanson. That was amazing. And the and the the drama for all the behind the scenes build up for how that fight even came together. Right. Yeah. And then you've got your um Joanna Weili Zhang. Or sorry, I'm talking about fights of the year all of a sudden. You're still talking Yeah, about I'm just, just talking about December. December. Dude, Stephen Thompson, Jeff Neal gave us a f-ing show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a unanimous decision at the end of right, wasn't it? You was yeah. UD. Yeah. But it was still like there was a couple of points where you're like, man, he might <laughs> if he catches him here, like Stephen might be in trouble. Yeah, they were they were pretty banging at points at the end. Didn't they almost end up standing in the middle at the end for the last 30? I know Jeff, like, he was trying to slam and yeah. slam and slam. <laughs> <laughs> slim and slam. But um, Wonderboy did his, his freaking movement. Yeah. Just dancing. It's, uh, well, it, dude, he's just always been a technician, man. It's crazy. His, uh, his the way he understands space is... Unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah, you've never seen, and people who don't. Even I mean, know it, actually, that's that. It, it actually, it, it, there is somebody who understands space that well, and and his name is Floyd Mayweather Jr. So, I mean, I, I just he's he his understanding of space is just unreal. Yeah, yeah. Even if you don't know a lot about fighting or technique or anything, when you watch him, I've heard people be like, "Wow, that guy's crazy." Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's yeah, just one of those things. Yeah, just yeah, he's yeah. he's a he's a great fighter, and um, it was cool too because he's like, you know, he he, a lot of people could have been like, oh, you know, Stephen Thompson's done. Like he's not, he's 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 not really like in the mix of things anymore. But you know, with a win like that, man, and he didn't have to take that fight. He really didn't. Right. He took a risk doing. But I believe he, I believe he called out Gamebred at the end. There. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, you're right. So we had and and then um, Masvidal tweeted, Jorge Masvidal tweeted back, or he didn't. I don't know if he tweeted directly at Stephen Thompson, but he tweeted 2021 unfinished business. Which so what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Unfinished business with somebody. Right? Yeah. Maybe Usman. That welterweight division is so stacked, man. It's tough to believe that they have to play matchmaker for those top ten. Is any one of them can fight any one of them? Yeah, it, it. Yeah, every fight's a crazy fight. Yeah. And I'm sure, like we've talked about before, like every guy is really, really careful with their spot. Yeah, and you know you have to be when you've when we've gotten to that level. Like you, you can't. It's tough to be the number five or six guy in the world, and Dana White comes to you and says, "Well, I, I have, I, I can give you the 12. and you're kind of like, mm, "Yeah, I guess," but I, you're gonna have to pay me, you know, real well. And then it's sort of like a negotiation thing. And do you really want to risk it? I mean, at the end of the day, the, all these guys, I'm, sh- I'm sure, are just like, I want to fight, you know. But at the same time, I, I don't want to go backwards if I'm 
a couple months away from someone in front of me messing up, you know. Yeah. And I move up the rankings because of that by default. Yep. You know. So uh that balance would be that'd be nerve wracking. That's why that, that's why these these guys get in situations where they're fighting twice a year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whereas a guy like Kevin Holland <laughs> fought five times this year. 2020 was Kevin Holland's year, man. Yeah. And it wasn't a year for a lot of people, as we know. <laughs> no. It wasn't a great year. <laughs> but Kevin Holland, man. That that he knocked out Jacare Souza in like they were like both like kneeling on the ground, essentially. Like, yeah. And yeah. it was just he's got such distance. <laughs> his his legs were pinned behind him. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. <laughs> he was like on his knees. <laughs> and Holland was scooting away, but then he leaned in. It was it was actually kind of frightening because you're like, oh man, you're like, how many times is he gonna let him hit him before they call it? He's yeah, out on was, his he's out on his knees. Yeah, he was. It looked like he was out from punch one. Yeah, and then Holland yeah. proceeded to stand up and let him have it a few more times. But that was Kevin Holland's like to me, and we said it that night. That was like, all right. He's not just fighting low-ranked people or non-ranked people last minute. He's fighting right vets now. Yeah, and he knocked a vet out. And when, when was the last time Sosa even been KO'd? You know, mm. you know. I'm sure it was. Um, oh gosh, it wasn't Brendan Allen? Was it? I mean, he goes to the decision, or he knocks you out. Right. You know. Oh, Robert Whitaker. Uh, yeah, in 2017. Yeah, hasn't been knocked out in three years. Yeah, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. So Kevin Holland's here now. Welcome to the upper. Who do you think he's gonna get next? I thought I saw something on Twitter that him and Brunson are gonna fight. Mm, okay. Which why not for him? You yeah. know what I mean? That's yeah. what Izzy did. Yeah. Izzy went and knocked out Brunson. So yeah. And then I thought. Well, he was fo- he was gonna fight Hermanson, but Till was supposed to fight Hermanson. Right. So, you know, he was kind of starting to get that. Oh, and then Joseph Joseph was telling me something about Jacare was supposed to fight somebody else too. I think he might have been supposed to fight Vittori, maybe. Oh, so those all got just they just like intertwined, yeah, somehow. yeah. And maybe that's not exactly. Well, now Vittori will probably get Till, right? Dude, yeah, that'd be a good fight. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, nope. December was nuts. January should have some couple bangers. Oh, Calvin Kadar and Yeah, if you're not Max Holloway, dude. That's uh, so that's gonna be it's so tough. That's a that's a fight where you're just like, I just want to see a great fight. And I I don't want to see Max lose because then the Volkanovski, like, you know, that yeah. that p- kind of gets put to bed if Cater beats him, you Dude, know? I know. I know. So you almost, like, you, you want to see a great fight, and, and you don't want to see either one of those guys lose. Like, I'm a big Calvin Cater fan, man. Like, I, oh, yeah. Is the, he's cool. The, he's, he's a fun fighter to watch. Max is an incredible fighter to watch. It should be a, it should be a good should be a good um oh goodness for a fight night 
Like I can't. Believe I'll be it. interested to see how they come out. Like, are they just gonna, are they gonna feel each other out for like round one and a half, like two, like almost the first two rounds before they really, really get start after get after it, or is it gonna be like? Nah, I want to make a statement. Yeah, like I've got to make. Yeah, because they both kind of have to. I mean. Yeah. Not that you don't ever take a fight not wanting to make a statement, but this is, I feel like, one of those fights where Max makes a statement and it's like, yeah, you absolutely get a shot of Volk, no questions asked, right away. That'll be the next fight for you. Cater does it. Then it's sort of like, okay, maybe he gets the shot. I don't know. He's six, right? He's number six? You are correct. And Max is two or one? One. One. You got one. Brian Ortega is two. Zabit. Oh, yeah. They might. If Cater, if Cater beat Max, then they might make Ortega and Cater fight before Ortega gets a shot at Yeah. Or Zabit in one of those two. Oh, Zabit hasn't fought in a while either, has he? Yeah, his, he needs to fight. Him and Yair, they need to fight. Those two? Yeah. Yeah. They were supposed to, right? That was supposed mm-hmm. to happen this summer, and then Zabit got sick or something? or Something happened, but yeah, they were matched up, and it was going to be amazing. I feel like that was matched up, and then or it ma- fell through pretty quick after. He didn't want to do it. In, it wasn't, that was the one that was supposed to be in Mexico. Oh. Wasn't it? Maybe. And he didn't want to. He was like, you can come to Russia, though. <laughs> got a hair in the licorice. That's always <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That is so disgusting, dude. <laughs> so disgusting that I'm grabbing another yeah, red vine. Like I gotta have one. Hopefully, it was just a hair from or something. You Probably. Know? All right. To end the podcast, we're gonna talk about some Poirier Ooh. McGregor. Oh man, that's gonna be an exciting fight. The return of the notorious Conor McGregor against the Diamond. Dustin Poirier. You know, rematch. Tell us what happened in the first. Dude, it's been so long. It were it was at 145, not 155. Are they fighting at welterweight? Do we know that yet? Um, I think they're going to fight at 55. They probably should. But that at first fight was at 45. Right? Yes. So, Connor knocked him out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when that was in 2017, 20, 2016? It's been a while. I think 16. That, yeah. Dustin's come so far since then, I feel like. I think he's a way more patient and patient fighter. He's also like a little more. I think he's a little more scrappy now too. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, doesn't he look like he's like brawling a yeah. little? Like, yeah, like he's he, out he, there. He brawls a little bit. He figures out ways to hit you that like yeah. you don't see most people try. And he's throwing some pounds behind it too. Like, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're heavy shots. We saw how difficult it was for Max when Max went up to fight him. I mean, there's a difference in in, in getting hit that hard compared to being at 45. So, Connor's a pretty big. 45 or 55 or really but that that'll be a great fight man i'm excited to see it hopefully it goes the distance love him or hate him mma is great 
when Conor McGregor's fighting. Yeah. I mean, or there's the thought that he could be fighting. Yeah, you can't deny that. I mean, some of my biggest memories of even, like, before I even got into the UFC are, like, I'm hanging out with most of you guys and that guy's fighting. Right. You know. Sometimes I think it's better when he loses, too. Yeah. Because it keeps... It keeps the viewer like, man, I can't wait till Connor fights again. You know, there's a lot of people that follow MMA casually and they know that they know the names like John Jones. They know the names like Connor McGregor. They know the names yep. like Daniel Cormier, but they don't know some of maybe the up and comers or the guys that are ranked in the top 10. Yeah. But I love him or hate him. I, I, I think it's great when he wins too, because it does keep people want, you know, what's next? What's next? You know? This is an interesting situation, though, because if he were to if he were to struggle with Dustin, um, or even lose, it'd be okay. What's next? That, at that point, it's maybe you finish the finish the trilogy with Nate, uh, right? Like as a money fight, maybe fight Masvidal, maybe fight Masvidal. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe go up to one seventy. Yeah, and yeah. Then, take some take some crazy fights. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fight Woodley, you know? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Him and he was jabbing at him back when Connor right before he fought uh Alvarez. You know, backstage, him and Woodley were I remember Connor called Woodley, you're like a bitch with that phone. <laughs> Cause Woodley kept like taping stuff. So. Yeah, there's there he, I feel like that's what's great again, it's kinda what's great great about Connor is there's a lot of like he's done enough. Uh, talking to like everybody or about everybody that, yeah, you match he, him up with whoever. Yeah, just match him up with whoever. I mean, I don't think he really cares at this point. You're gonna have just as many people rooting to see him lose as to win, right? And so, and that, that's a good point. When he loses, it's almost better. He gives fires his ass up, right? All he can think about is that L, yeah. And then he comes back and corrects things. Yeah, I don't know if he was gonna come back against Beeb. No. Probably not. You know, but like how he has in the past. But it could be a great fight. It could Dustin's come a long way. Connor's taken a ton of time off. Mm-hmm. We I, I think there's still there's probably still at least one or two more fights that'll get announced, you know, for those cards. Um gotta believe that, you know, the way especially with the the way things have been affected by COVID nineteen, there's gonna be there might be, you know, this fight has to get canceled, so we've got to have a backup plan. And yeah, you were going to fight in February, but can are you guys able to swing in January instead? So, yeah, be- yeah. And if they don't have a ton of stuff, I don't even think they had a ton of stuff scheduled for. I'm curious what they're going to do with the flyweight. If that's like an immediate rematch between Moreno and Figueredo, or I think so, because that's what they did with Wonder Boy and and uh, Woodley. Woodley. And that was a draw? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Even though Woodley whooped his ass, but I need to rewatch that fight. It's been a long time. Yeah. Jeff's <laughs> looking at me like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rewatch it with you because I'm yeah. curious. I have, it's been a while since I've watched any of those Woodley Thompson fights. Man. I have a list of like four fights I wanted to rewatch and um, DP Hooker's on there. Oh, yeah. That's fight, another contender for fight of the year, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, and I didn't bring my list with me, but we'll talk about it in the next episode. Yeah. We should we should uh try to go back 
for like either this next episode or the episode after that and like talk to everyone about our favorite UFC fights of all time. That's a good time. That's a, or that's a good idea. Yeah. I'd have to do some. I'd have to do some major digging in the archives. Yeah, we man. need to give people like a month heads up. Be like <laughs> research, or you're getting cut. We'd have like tryouts for the episode, right? Like, what have you done? <laughs> it's good to be back, Trev. It is, dude. What a uh, what a fun time. I'm I'm glad we got to do this and get get one uh, get one on the books before uh, the holiday season. Wishing uh, wishing all of our all of our listeners and fans a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Same to you and your family, buddy. You as well, bud. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Making Cuts. This has been episode 19. The gift that keeps on giving. Making the cut with Corbin Trev. Hope to hear from you uh, you guys soon on, on social media. And uh, yeah, check us out. We're, uh, we're looking forward to uh, a great 2021. Hell Corbin, yeah, we Corbin. Are. Anything, anything, uh, any last comments, buddy? Dude, the end of the year is crazy. This is year two of the podcast. Year it's two kinda, of the podcast. Kind of weird when you think about it. Um, but nah, man, I'm, I'm. There's sports or look to be continuing next year. So mm-hmm. we will be here, and we'll probably be back to some sort of normalcy too. You yeah, know, with with as much of stuff that you know not being canceled, right? So like, yeah. we'll get back to some sort of normalcy between all of the professional and college sports and, and, and topics that we talk about when MMA and boxing, all that good stuff. So should be a fun, a fun year and looking forward to it. You guys all stay safe out there, stay healthy and uh, peace.